They pounced on you like a tiger. Yeah, <laughs> get it? You see what I did there? Because you're talking about... T okay. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 197 of Unscripted as we creep toward the double century mark. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, with me as always. The private of PPE promotional products, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing well. I always love it when your nicknames I have to like think about and decipher. Um, Personal protective equipment, very very hot right now. Masks and things like that. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, no, yeah, things. I'm doing well. Um, at this point, this truly has become the new normal, and uh, yep. still trying to get my head around many of those things and making sure I'm still being productive, not just busy. Yep. Um, but other than that, I'm doing well. How are you, bud? Doing great. Been a busy week. I think people are going to get very sick of my mind in my voice very soon <laughs> as I seem to be broadcasting every single day but yep. hopefully uh, hopefully I have a little goodwill in the bank with our folks yeah. uh, listening but you know who also has so much goodwill Kirby who's that Bill oh that'd be our good time player pals over at Common Skew mm. we love Common Skew you and I are big 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 fans we know that it's a platform that was designed and built by distributors for distributors it means they understand the industry and really the challenges the mo <coughs> <coughs> I don't have COVID-19. <laughs> and the challenges the modern distributor faces, they one of the great they, they have so many great features of the platform, Kirby. And one of the things I love the most is you get to work with connected suppliers and involve them at the stage, right at the beginning stage when the ideation happens. And I know you love that. Yeah, sure do. Sure do. I, you know, and the reality is it's, it's a community. And so those connected suppliers, I, I think so often are, I don't know, they have a culture and a, a kind of a vibe that I respect and I enjoy working with. And I think for whatever reason, people kind of come to that like moths to a flame. And that is a, not only is it the, the business side of it, but it's the truly in an, in a time when we need community more than ever, they've built a community and I respect the hell out of that. They really have. And they integrate promo standards, which allows distributors to work seamlessly with suppliers on their platform. Gives you access to live inventory, order status updates, shipping notifications, electronic PEOs. And that all enables you to what, Kirby? Get paid faster. And especially in times like these, that's pretty important stuff. Huge, yeah. <laughs> so from ideation to invoicing, CommonSkew is going to keep your team connected at all stages of the workflow. Go ahead and learn more at commonskew.com slash unscripted. Kirby, are they going to be sorry that they did? They will not be sorry. They will not. That they, they will not. So, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to broadcast with me while I had a dry cough there for a moment. <laughs> um, you know, as we've talked about in the podcast before, I'm a coffer. I get sick. Yeah. <laughs> I get sick and then I'll cough for like a month afterwards. So uh, it's not something to worry about, I, I promise. We are. All right, Kirby. Uh, hopefully you've got some topics today. Do you have some topics? I do. Would you like me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so I um, the coronavirus stimulus package, you know, again, I, I made a very bold prediction a few weeks ago. We don't <laughs> want this to become the podcast of record for the coronavirus. It seems to be happening. Um, I, um, the, the coronavirus stimulus package um, passed in a lot to go through, and both ASI and PPAI did such a wonderful job of going through a 
stupidly numbered page document and kind of getting out the important stuff for us. And I wanted to just pull out a couple things that I really loved as it pertains to our industry. Okay. I love that they added $600 to unemployment benefits. Um, a long time ago, I've had to um, file for unemployment. Mm. Tennessee caps their unemployment benefits. The max benefits you can get a week in Tennessee, and every state's different, by the way, $275. So (laughs) if I had to file for unemployment, that would help a lot. So I think that is a really good thing right there. Um, It also extended the benefits by 13 weeks. I think that's super, very, very important. Um, And then I love that allows, if this is where it really comes to our industry, I love that it allows self-employed people to apply for unemployment. Um, Especially with the Fed predicting a potential 32% unemployment rate. And I don't know, it just uh, literally five minutes before we recorded or we got on here, uh, they anticipated 3 million people were going to file for unemployment last week, and it was mm-hmm. 6.5 million. So the fact that people in our industry, or gig workers as they call them, people are on a 1099, yeah, yeah, yeah. can get unemployment benefits in this environment, that is so huge and yeah. so enormous. Well, it's it's also, um, yes, by the way, totally agree. I, I got a call from my mother yesterday. Hey, can you file for unemployment? I was like, well, I don't know that I was going to. Um, but the idea of them thinking through that is great for our industry. The other piece is the um, the payroll protection um, act. I, I, P, I think it's PPP, but anyway, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's the thing that you can go to an SBA lender, a bank, and... It, apply for funds that could be forgiven if you keep yep. all the employees. Um, they are allowing for 1099 employees to be included in that as well. I actually reached out to my bank because that's what I'd heard. Right. Um, and I reached out yesterday because I was going to file for that. And they said, yeah, you can include 1099 employees. That's fantastic. In that. Yeah. So that's actually really, really big Like for a company like mine. I'm like, okay, yeah. um, that will I will include them. And honestly, as I, I, I didn't apply yesterday even though i was yeah. planning on it because i'm like oh that's a big piece of information that if i can do that i want to now you need to process that and kind of figure out the net yeah. right what's that number look like what is all that and so yeah. so yeah i those pieces have been um really interesting and i think the industry's done a great job and one of the things that i've done bill and i recommend it you know if it's a if it's a, a tool in your toolbox in your areas, I've been meeting with the local director of the SBDC, now uh, the Small Business Development mm-hmm. Center. Um, the guy who runs it here is amazing. And yeah. I'm sure there's different leadership and each different things, but he has literally inundated me with information and helped mm-hmm. walk me through the entire process. And, mm-hmm. you know, those are tools that are, <laughs> honestly, two years ago were free that yep. we didn't always take advantage of. And so now that, um, you know, if they're out there, I would I would recommend it because we're not yeah. all used to doing those sort of things. No, again, and it's very frustrating to watch the government in action over the weekend before they actually pass this thing. And it's like, are they going to pass this thing? People are suffering. And sure. to see the, the the lack of bipartisan unity there was was a little, little unsettling. But they, um, but they, you know, I thought, I, honestly, I thought they did a pretty good job uh, yeah. of doing this, you know, and, and especially as I think we're going to see the unemployment rate creep up. So uh, yeah, really, well, really it was stuff. it was funny and though. really good, I think, from your perspective too, as a business owner, Kirby. I think yeah, that's well, it, it is interesting. I mean, we're talking about we use the word unprecedented times a lot, and mm-hmm. it is funny to a degree how people who are uh, and, and again, I tend to be on the more conservative side of this. 
uh, of the political realm, but how people went immediately to, my God, they better give me my check. Yeah. It was amazing how fast people uh, yeah. kind of flipped well, flipped their ideologies there as this was going. I'm like, dude, be patient. Money, <laughs> money makes people do strange things, Kirby. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> how, how, you know, we all know that. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, awesome. Okay, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Cool. Okay, well, I want to switch to something that's equally heavy. Okay. Um, so I finally watched The Tiger King. Yeah! <laughs> so exotic! Woo! Uh, that bitch Carol <laughs> yeah, Baskin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I actually know that answer now. Yes. I did that based on the not only your recommendation, but it was yeah, funny. Yeah, you got pounded on social media. Yeah, it was like everybody <laughs> tells me to do it. So They pounced on you like a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? You see what I did there? Because you're talking about... T- okay. Anyway, continue, Kirby. <laughs> uh, no, it, I totally understand why people are fascinated with it. Um, I told I, I actually thought it was really well put together. Mm. The idea that they were actually following these people all this time, yeah, is sort of mind blowing. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's not for me. So what do, what do you think? Did you watch the whole thing? You watched all I, seven I, episodes? I watched all seven episodes because I wanted to get to the end. Um, it, it was uh, yeah, that's the, I, you know it's funny. I, I tend to lean toward things that are a little bit more uplifting. Um, mm-hmm. There's a happy ending that um i don't know like that folks makes makes me feel like i I, the human race is not up for extinction um that was not one of those things for me um so i don't know it it was that was i again totally get why people get it not for me it's and it will make me question all of your recommendations forevermore you know I'm feeling a little judged right now, and I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> oh, when I say candid. you, I mean the collective you. No, you Twitter, me. Let's be very clear on Twitter that. Twitter jumped on me and was yes. like, oh, you need to watch this. And so I did, it's... and no thank you. Okay. <laughs> but no thank you to the two to seven episodes. So you watched No, I didn't. I wanted to, to say that I went all the way through it. After one episode, my wife and I looked at each other and were like, what the hell is that? It is such a study in editing in filmmaking because oh, it was very well done because the, yes you know you watch that first episode you think all right joe exotic's weird which he's weird throughout the whole thing yes but you think carol baskin you think oh this is a lady who really cares for tigers and all that <laughs> stuff and you know well she's the, she's the sane one here even though they keep showing her riding a bicycle incredibly slowly <laughs> drives me nuts but boy in episode three you found out a few <laughs> things about miss baskin you didn't quite know did you <laughs> Yeah, it's all all very bizarre. There's there's no winners in that, in my opinion. But no. uh, you know, so uh, I, I did watch it. I did take your yeah. recommendation. And did so, Amy, did you subject your bride to this? Oh yeah, that? we sat and watched it together. And that what's was, her opinion? Is she home? Can you bring her down for this? Uh, she is. Uh, sh- she's working. Uh, okay. Like, but okay. but no, she actually was probably more anti Tiger King than I was. She oh. was just like, oh my god, what the hell is going on? It has it has everything. Everything. Except for uh, great humanity, sanities, <laughs> intelligence. Other than yeah. that, yeah, sure. Isn't it strange, though, <laughs> that there's an entire subculture of these big Cats, cat, yeah. these private zoos, and you had no idea this stuff was going on? I didn't have any idea no. this stuff was going on. Well, I, I did, so my favorite moment in the whole show, so yeah. seven episodes, I have no idea when this yeah. happened, but they're interviewing the deputy, and he says, we have this saying, it's called meth mouth, and yeah. they cut to the <laughs> who has yeah. two teeth and he smiles yeah. that was yeah. my favorite part of the whole show 
Yeah, that's a weird favorite part, Kirby. I think we'll end on that. But I, you know, so clearly, uh, Kirby, Kirby recommends Tiger King on Netflix. That's a that's a hard see. pass for me. So Kirby, I thought this was interesting in our industry. Okay. One of the things that we've seen over the past few years is a ban on single-use plastic bags at grocery stores, right? Okay. Um, many communities have banned them, and so people are using reusable tote bags. Given the current situation, three states have banned reusable tote bags hmm. for, for the short term because they're worried about uh, the uh, spread of uh, COVID-19. And so uh, Illinois, Massachusetts, hmm. and New Hampshire so here's what's interesting about that. This is because we're in a very reactionary mm. culture right now. Our, yeah. our immediate culture right now is very reactionary. As we, we take in information. We make very quick decisions. Sometimes they're not the best decisions. Sometimes they're not the most thought out decisions, even though if our heart's in the right place. Right. So the virus, by all accounts that I could find, again, on the Internet. So take that. But no, it, the, the virus lives about 72 hours on plastic. Okay. Okay. It's three to 24 hours on cloth. So banning those single-use plastic bags seems very bizarre to me, especially when I'm bringing them from home. No, you, let, me, let me clarify. You said yeah. banning single-use plastic bags. You mean I'm sorry, the banning the – thank yeah. you for correcting me. Banning um, the reusable tote bags, right. Kirby. So, so it seems odd to me that I'm going to bring them from home where they've been quarantined with me. I'm going to put food in them. And then I'm taking them home. Sure. It just seems a strange, again, a very reactionary thing to do. Yeah, no, and that's that's a great point. I, and honestly, it's funny. The moment you said it, my thought was, well, I kind of get it, right? Um, because they're trying to keep from reintroducing anything. But if you're going to let the people in, <laughs> right? Yeah. To, to your point, they're yeah. coming from my home. So either both of us should be banned or neither of us should be banned. I, You know, I think that... Here's, here's my take on it, and I've seen this from a, a lot of different spots. Um, our government, um, local, federal, state, all of them have been forced, really, in the last month to start to legislate common sense because there's so little of it. Yeah. And, and well, certainly yeah. there's so, so little of it historically, but as you look at this situation, the mm -hmm. problem, it's like, it's it's interesting because people mm -hmm. say well okay we can't leave the house at all and then you see people yeah. leave the house and so it's like okay the, but you can leave the house to do this what's essential what's yeah. not essential apparently it's a of course first responders are essential but apparently wendy's is essential yeah the, the because longer, they're open too yeah the longer we go <laughs> right and i say we as a country we as americans don't like our liberties right. uh, limited sure it's amazing to me what businesses become essential right you know, um, hardware stores are essential. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with that, to be honest with you. Other right. than get you like propane and things like that. Well, but that's the thing, though. You, I think that several businesses can make the case for being essential, but I think the the reality of it is, uh, you know, it, and you know, I'm a perfect example, right? So we are pretty. Um, well stocked for food. I mean, I was. We actually talked about this recently, where um, I was very blessed in the sense that my in-laws just recently uh, got a cow taken care of, and so we yep. have a freezer full of meat. We have yep. we have food. Okay, mm -hmm. so we don't have to. We could cook in. On the other hand, many people are saying, "Look, you got to support local business this time during this time because right. they're 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 starving and they need this." And so, okay, so should we've got the food, but should we go go to 
a local Mexican restaurant and pick it up. It's like, well, but then I'm leaving the house and are they essential? It's like, it is a challenging time to try and do the right thing. And it is truly challenging to have a sense of humor. It it is. (laughs) And that's why, you know, we, we do try to have a little bit of a sense of humor. You know, who else has a great sense of humor? Who's that bill? This is the worst commercial transition. (laughs) It would be our good friends at TechWeld. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I love about TechWeld, um, and they're such great people, yeah. is they have those full-color processed lunch boxes. Now, I love a good old-school lunchbox, metal lunchbox. Okay. I still miss my Evil Knievel lunchbox I had as a youth. Okay. I had I had two metal lunchboxes, Kirby. I had an Evil Knievel one, mm-hmm. and I had a Happy Days one. Okay. With the thons. Okay? Hey. Hey. Well... One of the things they can do is they can recreate these retro uh, lunch boxes, and they do that. They have a, they can either do it with a decal imprint or a full color imprint, hmm. and they have those full color capabilities on those lunch boxes that really set them apart from the pack. So go ahead and head over to TechWeld.com and see those capabilities. Those lunch boxes are so freaking cool. Nice. That's really cool. I like that. It is cool. All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah, here's one that I saw today, and it's funny because I have been thinking about this for a while. I think with tech, um, you know, I'm a small town guy, like yeah. unapologetically, right? Like I, I enjoy visiting cities. I don't enjoy living in cities. And so I have been saying, look, you know, it used to be you had to to live in a city to have certain careers. But with technology, you know, you can kind of live wherever you want. And we're certainly seeing that now, right? Like with Zoom mm-hmm. meetings and all that stuff. Well, I saw an article on LinkedIn that said that the coronavirus p- pandemic is causing many Americans to escape to the country. Yeah. Dubbed an impromptu great American migration as cities become hotspots. Um, essentially, people are moving to rural mm-hmm. areas like ours um, to not only stay safer, but they can still get all the things done that they need to right. get done. So, um, a, I just thought I thought that was super interesting. And do you think this is going to be like a long term trend, or is this just hey, we're going to do this until um, until this is over and then get back to normal? Um, yes, I think there are some <laughs> people that will look at this as hey, you know. I've kind of felt confined in a city. I've kind of felt like you know we're on top of each other. Um, uh, I, but I do see people doing it temporarily too. Right. I don't know. You know. I, I think. I think one of the things that um, we're going to see come out of this, and, and no one knows when this is going to end. Right. Um, no one knows when it's going to peak. So we can think about the end. We keep talking about the end of this thing, and we haven't even peaked yet in this right. country. So to me, to even start talking about when this ends feels a little tone deaf, as I would say. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to find people who – I think what's happening – I'm sorry. Let me get back to my point. I, I think what's happening is you're seeing people completely reevaluate the entire way they're living their lives. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Soup to nuts. And that does include where do I live? Where do I hang my hat? Um, so I do think you're going to see people saying, I want a simpler life. I want to uh, go, you know, you know, where it's a small world because we're connected digitally and, and through uh, uh, the Internet. So I can get all the services I need in a smaller town that maybe I couldn't have 20, 30, 40 years ago. And I think you'll see some people do that temporarily and say, I like the hustle and bustle of the city. Sure. So I do think you're going to see a little bit more spreading out maybe mm-hmm. um, as people reevaluate that. I tell you, I when when all of this really hit, you know, when I say really hit, I mean like, I think for many of us, this was 
anecdotal for those who didn't understand the severity of it for a while. I mean, I'm for certainly one of those people. Um, and we can talk, we can probably do a whole podcast yeah. about my ignorance on many topics. But once, once this, I was like, oh no, this is a real thing. I was so excited to get mm-hmm. back to Coshocton. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, so it was, you know, as, as the, as the, um, things that they said, okay, you can't have a gathering over 200. I was like, no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's not a big thing. Um, yeah. and even in reality, like I saw a post from Mark Graham, uh, on social media, it was a great picture talking about sort of an area that's usually super busy and how it was sort of empty. Mm-hmm. And I, he's like, I, you know, this is so weird. And I was like, well, that's a Tuesday. Like, yeah. And I think that from my perspective, I, I feel safer. I don't want to get cocky by any stretch right. of imagination. No, I understand. But I feel like I can walk outside and not see a million people all the time. I don't know what yeah. it would be like if I was in New York. Well, you think, and everybody's got that different experience. You know, you've worked in an office for a while. Right. For a lot of people working from home, people are like, okay, so what? what's everybody's big deal? I work right. from home all the time. I used to work from home. I'm, I'm going to be going back to working at home. Right. right? So, um, and, and I I used to that too. So I, I'm, I was like, man, why is everybody so bunched up about working from home? <laughs> so I think it really comes from your specific worldview right. that shapes your experiences and therefore your expectations. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to, this is going to be hard um, <laughs> for you. Sorry. Um, it's a great time to listen to podcasts. And so I actually made a list of some great podcasts to listen to. Okay. Um, you know, people don't have the commute that they used to, but they have a lot of downtime um, yeah. at home. And so I, if I miss any, I, I just want, let's, I'm just going to go down the list here. And instead of asking you to compile a list that's completely unfair, let's just talk about each one of these. Yeah. And, and I have a couple like if you them. want to. Okay. If yeah, we, yeah, well, right off the top of my head. Does. All right. Promo Talks is PPAI's new podcast. I don't know if you've heard it. It's very good. I have not. I would very check that good. out. So I would check that out. Uh, Skewcast from Common Skew. Amazing. One of the best. Al- always great. That's one that um, I subscribe to regardless of whether it's in our industry or not. That's just that uh, Bobby and Mark and those guys do an amazing job. No question. No question. Um, Promo Insiders from ASI. Another great podcast. Mm-hmm. ASI does a great job with that. Brand Builders. Brian Young. We, we yep. uh, talked about him. He's got a great podcast out there. Um Maybe a little less known, the So You're in Sales podcast yeah. with Roger Burnett. Roger does a really nice job uh, with that, talking sales and, and giving good tips and ideas out. And especially during this time, there's that's a really helpful podcast, right? You love mm-hmm. that one? I do. Um, promo Cares Radio with Kerry Cowden yep. um, about you know giving back in the world of promo. I love that. Um, he Said, She Said, that's a podcast with you and your lovely bride, Amy. Always fun to listen to because you guys have such a really fun dynamic energy on there. I really love listening to that one. Thanks, man. And then very selfishly, Industry Insider yep. and Unscripted. I think those are two. You should, if you're Well, so here's where we kind of in our twilight zone. So if you're listening to me, recommend Unscripted. <laughs> While you're listening to Unscripted, I think I just hit the nexus of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's well done, my friend. Well done. Did I miss any? Uh, so, are you talking specifically industry, or are you just talking I, podcast? I was thinking in more industry, okay. marketing, sales, branding stuff. So, I mean, you know, so you're in sales. That's a that's a podcast that that is multi-faceted in right. terms. Of, it's a, it's about sales. Same thing with uh, Skewcast. Yeah. So, real quickly, I mean, I just <laughs> these are these are the ones I look at, right? Uh, yep. So right on my phone. So Akimbo with Seth Godin yep. is like that one. is must listen for me. I like I, I literally it comes out on Wednesdays. I love that one. Yep. The one I really like that I've talked about is with Ed Milet. 
Um, mm-hmm. He is a very uh, inspirational, entrepreneurial. He, I, I love his. It's called The Max Out, I think. Yep. Um, and then the other one is uh, I like the one with Mike McCallowitz. It's called Entrepreneurship Elevated. That's one that I've is been a good listening one. to. I haven't listened to that in a while, yeah. but that is a good one when I have listened to. Yeah, it. so right off, the, again, I just like those are ones I listen to. Okay. And so, yeah, and the, the ones you mentioned in the industry are top-notch. Yeah, that real good stuff. So this is a really good time to really, and, and I would encourage anybody, if you're listening to these podcasts, whether it's the first time, the millionth time, engage with people. Yes. As I will tell you, as a content producer, it means the world. Sometimes you feel like you do these things, and is anybody listening? Um, is anybody watching? Is anybody, are we doing this just for, for ourselves? It really is important in that feedback. It gives us energy. It gives us fuel. So please do that, whether uh, it's our podcast or anybody's podcast on here. Kirby, do you have a quick topic or you want to go right into the promo person of the week? Uh, super quick. So Super quick. Yep. So one of the ones one of the things I saw being done recently that I thought was yep. kind of fun was people redoing or organizations redoing their logo with yep. a social distancing element. Yeah, I almost brought this up. Yeah, so uh, McDonald's took the yep. golden arches and separated yep. them. Yep. Um, Audi did that with the rings. Yes, they did the, and yeah. the Olympics and whatever. So there's yeah. a bunch out there. But I wanted to give a shout out. Brand Fuel did it. Yeah. Um, with their logo. So it's an industry uh, logo that they redid yeah. for social distancing. And I just thought it was cool. So, yeah, no, I think it's an interesting thing. Um, I think let's be, let's be candid. There's not a lot of business being ha- happening right now. Right. And so when there's not that, that busyness of business, mm-hmm. see what I did there? Yeah. When there's not that busyness of business, that's the time to be creative. That's the time to try new things. That's the time to stretch. That's the time to push. That's the time to say, we've never done that before. Why the hell not? Right. And to do something like that, is it going to cause someone to social distance because they saw the brand fuel rocket away from the logo or they saw the rings from Audi? No. But I think it does give a sense of, hey, we are all in this together. 100%. Somebody burned some calories to redo the logo just just on a lark maybe give someone a little bit of joy because joy is a little hard to come by uh these days i actually think that's it is i think it does uh allow us to have a tiny bit of sense of humor where i feel like that is one thing that the virus has worked to kill yeah is is our lightheartedness and so for me i thought that was really cool so well done yeah very cool um all right cool so you we're now at the time of the podcast. Yes. Promo person of the week. Yes. Person who is getting our attention in the industry, regardless of their affiliation, whatever they're doing. Kirby, you look like you're chomping at the bit. Who is your promo person of the week? My promo person of the week is someone who I actually got an email from this morning. And so he popped directly to the top of my mind. Mm-hmm. But someone who I've respected for a long time, and his name is Robert Williams. He yeah. is heavily involved with the Australian Promotional Products Association. He's a leader in that area and he's been, you know, a leader in it for a long time. He certainly, you know, you and I have had lunch with him many times in Vegas. Oh, yeah. he, he makes the investment both financially and time to come to Vegas every year. Mm-hmm. And he's a leader. And, um, you know, he has promoted our uh, sort of content and we've, I think we've both been on his podcast and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So he's just one of those guys who every time I have an interaction with him, it it lightens me, it brightens, brightens my mood. And so Robert Williams is the person who popped into my head. Robert Williams is such a great guy. He also was heading up Promo Kitchen Australia. And so it's the first offshoot of Promo Kitchen uh, licensed in Australia and Robert's uh, running that as well. He is... And I got the same email you did, I know. So uh, such a delightful uh, character and just a a true kind man. Yeah. 
Um, he reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and just to check in how I was doing. Yeah. Um, doesn't have to do that. Uh, well, he's, and he's a firefighter. You know, and he, yeah. again, the idea that he is starting Promo Kitchen in Australia, I mean, that's leadership. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. So virtual high fives heading your way down under, uh, Robert. <laughs> yeah, down absolutely. under. Down under. All right. So now this is dealer's choice. Uh-oh. I get dealer's choice this week. <laughs> yeah, I can I'm, just tell you're excited about it. I love it. I'm so excited. All right. This is a good one. This is a good one. We're not doing rapid fire. Okay. No. Doing an offshoot of rapid fire. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is a game called Most Overrated. So I'm going to list something, and I want you to tell me in your mind what the most overrated thing is. So I might say, for example, most overrated soft drink, and the first soft drink that popped in your head is overrated, you would tell me Coca-Cola. that. It's that simple. Yeah, got it. There's no wrong answer here. It's whatever <laughs> comes to your mind. Don't even there's... say there's no wrong answer. <laughs> there is no wrong answer, Kirby. Okay, most overrated. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. Most overrated Tom Hanks movie. Splash. Most <laughs> overrated restaurant. Uh, Cheesecake Factory. That's a good one. Most overrated musical act or band. Van Halen. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just messing with you. Wow. <laughs> Came right at you on that one. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. Uh, I'll go Aerosmith. Okay. <laughs> Most overrated TV sitcom. Oh, that's uh, Seinfeld. I knew you were. That's so wrong. <laughs> no. Most overrated style of music. Uh, jazz. Most overrated podcast. Unscripted. Most overrated brand. Global brand. Um, Adidas. Most overrated promotional product. Most overrated promotional products, uh, Koozie. Okay, okay, very good. So that was it. Okay. Wasn't that hard? Yeah, so... You did do... The whole musical band, that was wrong. <laughs> That's not even funny. I understand they don't have to be your favorite band. They don't have to be that. But to say they're the most overrated... Yeah? Yeah. Most over... I'm going to get... Can I, most overrated band, honestly, is a Dave Matthews band. I don't get it, folks. Sorry. <laughs> right, so essentially, you've created this, this uh, thing just to piss people <laughs> off. <laughs> Yeah, I've created a platform to get my own thoughts out there disguised as your thoughts. Okay, got but you, But you know who's not overrated, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? Much better transition. That'd be our good friends over at Common Skew. They built that platform designed by distributors for distributors. They do understand this industry like nobody else does and the challenges the modern distributor faces. They're going to help you work with connected suppliers. They're integrated with promo standards, and it's going to help you get paid faster. And gosh darn it, who doesn't like that? So why don't you go ahead and head over to commonskew.com slash unscripted. You won't be sorry you did. My notes have been thrown. The podcast is now over. Kirby, as always, it's a pleasure to podcast with you. I think it's you don't Rush. Say something. You think Rush is the most overrated <laughs> band? Yeah. Okay. Oh. There you go. I got no problem. I mean, look, I, you just alienated our entire Canadian audience. <laughs> so if, if that makes you happy, apparently that gives you joy to, alien, to alienate our friends up north. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.